the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is Your Real Estate Chalk Talk, broadcasting from the legendary Rack Shack Barbecue Studio in Egan, Minnesota. Hittnergroup.com. H-I-T-T-N-E-R. Group. All one word. Dot com. 612-627-8000. 612-627-8000 is the number to call. We'd be happy to have a conversation with you. Give us a ring-a-ling-a-ling, all with no cost and absolutely no obligation. Okay, we're talking with Eric Thuringer, and we, and when we went out to break, I was saying, I was just saying how I, uh, the other day on the on the senior moment, I just didn't feel like doing the push-ups, the sit-ups, and all that stuff, but <clears throat> I had made this commitment, and that was actually one of the words I talked about earlier in the month, was commitment. So I'd made a commitment to do it, so you know, I just felt like I, I, I just had to do it. I timed myself uh, one time on, on camera on how long it took to do 20 push-ups. It takes 30 seconds. So it's like, hmm. can you just muster it for 30 seconds, Keith Arino? You know, get right. down on the floor and right. do some push-ups because you made a commitment. So honor your commitment for 30 seconds. It doesn't take that long. You seize those 30 seconds. You seize right. them. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so now... Now we were talking about actually two segments ago about seizing ninety days. Yeah. <clears throat> so tell me about that and how does that unfold into hourly and daily yeah. activity? So when I ask people, do you believe the next ninety days are coming? They always say yes. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, great. Now, now that you're got a believer, that part, yeah, yeah, we got that first part. And I say, where do you want to be on day ninety-one? Mm-hmm. And so what I find is most people own a calendar but they don't use it as a schedule. Mm-hmm. In other words, the calendar tells them what day it is. The schedule tells them what to do with the day. Right. And I'll often ask people that have goals or they're in sales. I said, if if this next 90 days were an Olympic sport, how do you want a medal? Mm-hmm. And they always say gold. All right. I want to win the gold. Okay. But when I look at their schedule, it's not set up like an Olympic huh. gold medalist. It, you know, there's In fact, not all of their priorities are scheduled out. So, so for your case, those push-ups have to be scheduled out. You have to allocate time for them. So once we know the big picture, once we know the five-year, three-year, and one-year goals, then we can break down things that can be done in 90 days. And just like in boot camp, our days were mapped out. No, there, nobody was winging it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that was scheduled out. So when you want to have a transformation in your life, you actually have to schedule that out. It doesn't just happen by... So scheduling every activity you're going to yeah. do... Yeah, you've got to schedule it. You're exactly right, like block, Kevin. Like, because time blocking, right? Well, t- well more than t- well, time blocking is is part of it. But I have uh, on my schedule. I put every appointment is on my schedule. Yep. This week, interestingly enough, I found myself because I always have a list of to dos. Yep. And uh, and you have a hard time getting the to dos done because the to dos yep. are kind of sometimes there's a tendency yep. you might see them and it's optional. You know, do yep. I do them today or if I do them tomorrow, ying, you know, it doesn't really matter. Well, it does matter. And because tomorrow there's going to be more to-dos. Right. And the next day there's going to be more. And so now what I've done is I treat, I no longer have optional to-dos. 
if it's going to be on my calendar, it's going in the calendar. And I actually schedule a time to do everything. So at 8.30, I'm doing this activity and getting it done. Like expense reports, dumb stuff like that. Dumb stuff like that, yes. Eat it. But, well, you yeah. know, it's interesting. In in, the, in a number of my books, I talk about time mastery. Mm-hmm. You know, how can we master mm-hmm. time? Because yep. we all got the same amount yep. each day, at, right. at least. And and so I look at it and I go, all right, well, there's really only three actions that happen personally or professionally. There's out actions, which are negative. That could be surfing the web or, you know, wasting time. There's ins, like the to-do list, right? Mm-hmm. There's ins. They're important. You can't get rid of them. Right. But right. you could maybe delegate them. And then there's ons. Those are the priority objectives that are necessary for every goal. So for Michael Phelps to win a gold medal again, not that he's going to do it, he would probably have an on as swimming, resting, eating. He's got Mm -hmm. his big three. Right. What I try and do is I try and find people's big three. What are the three actions that will get us to where you need to be in 90 days and we schedule those priorities? You don't have to schedule your important task. You'll get those done. But the Everything should be important that we're doing. Some mm-hmm. things are a priority and schedule those. Schedule those priorities. And that might be visiting with a client, mm-hmm. you know, or working mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Um, but sometimes if we don't schedule the priorities, they're the ones that fall to the side. Right. And we can end up doing negative actions or get stuck in the business or in our life and not work on it. And spend the day frittering it away on non-important activities. Yeah. Because so often. That's right? how you hear people say at the end of the day, I was busy. Busy all day. I was busy, but I don't feel like I got anything done. Yeah. Which, right. is, which is most of the case. that You never hear people say, I was productive. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we get them to shift their words. You know, don't be busy anymore. Be productive and schedule productive actions. Move, and it's always moving forward in its little steps, too. Yeah. That's the other thing that sometimes I know I do it for myself is I, I, I look for these big steps. You know, leaps. Yeah. You know these big improvements. I want to, you know, I want to hockey stick it up, right? And it just doesn't happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't happen. If you look back over time, it's all these tiny, yeah. tiny That's incremental right. little steps along the way, which are pretty mundane. Transition a little bit, Keith and Eric, on transitioning out of the pandemic. Yeah. Kind of what's going on there. What are you seeing with all the coaching training you're doing? If that's okay, Keith. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. No, that's, exactly. a, that's a great question. Since, what was it, March 11th, we went into the pandemic in 2020. Literally on that day, our clients, leaders started calling us saying, I don't know exactly what to do because none of us have ever led teams through a pandemic. So there were right. no experts on it. And so we started putting together programs called the Cure for Social Distancing. So we are social creatures mm-hmm. and we were told to stay apart. Probably wouldn't have been so impactful if it really truly was only two weeks to flatten it. Right. But 64 weeks later, they're we, still talking about it. They're still talking about it and they're talking about the new variant. And, yeah. Okay. So if you were to tell a client, I'll have something to you in two weeks, but you take 16 months to do it. Tough. It yeah. could, it could mess with their psyche. Right. So we're talking about that in the entire country. So we've had leaders that have separated their people, not and and some six feet apart in the workplace or, you know, the plexiglass dividers, the masks, not a normal situation. Right. We have been in a pandemic mode, which we're coming out of, but the pandemic mode was about 15 months, which is longer than most military deployments. And so what we're encountering is as people are transitioning back, you're transitioning people back that are very sensitive. They have become complacent, easily offended, mm-hmm. and they have been removed from other human beings. We yeah. have to ask permission, do you shake hands these days? Right. So... And then we think we're just going to put them all in a room and say, you know, get back at it and everything should be fine. So we're finding that there's anxiety, there's fear, there's uncertainty. 
Uh, most leaders don't know how to transition any more than they did during the pandemic. So we have been giving them solutions on how to unify, unify the leaders, unify their teams, unify their messages. Hmm. And we've been seeing phenomenal results with them. So what do you mean by what are you, what do you, mean what are you doing with yeah, that? What do you mean? So let's just say to What's unify actual, leaders, right? Yeah. Let's just say we're leaders on the same team. Okay. Most likely in a company, we don't have a definition of what it means to be a leader. Correct. In this company. Now, the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, Marine Corps, they define leadership. So there's a unification process there. How do they define leadership? Well, all of them use the same word. It's an art. So their definitions are slightly different. They all use the same word. It's an art, which means I'm an artist as a leader, which means my canvas is my people. I need to work on my people. Okay. When I ask most people, you know, what's the greatest asset in your business? They all say the same thing. People. People. And I said, all right, so tell me how you can prove that. And they have to think about it. Yeah. Or I'll ask leaders, I'll say, um, how important is leadership in your organization? They'll say, it's critically important. I said, on a scale of 1 to 10, they'll say 10. And I said, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rank your current leadership development program? They say, well, like a a zero. Yeah. Don't have one. That's right. But we Mm -hmm. give these things a 10. We give communication a 10, but don't often train on it. We give engagement a 10, but, but we don't practice it. We give empowerment a 10, but we don't schedule it. So I teach leaders how to use some unifying principles, like defining leadership. What does it mean to be a leader in your organization? What are your top three expected leadership traits? And we go back to identity, mission, vision, core values. Leaders need to speak it more. If you have them, use them. If you don't have them, create them and use them. And that helps yeah. to unify the leaders because right now, if there's gaps in, in the leadership team during this chaos, everybody feels it. So you've written six books on on this topic, on these topics. Actually, we just had our seventh one. Come seventh, out. really? Okay. What's so that? how uh, the well, communication movement? So we teach people how to communicate magnetically, where it attracts people. And then, and you're an active consultant working with companies. Yes. So uh, do you work with them on implication, implicating then the things that you've written in the book, or is it an expanded version yeah. of it, or how how does how do the books tie into your? Coaching? So each of the books, we have three main books: a leadership book called The Leadership Connection, strategic planning book called Elevate, and a sales book called Dynamic Sales Combustion. Each book has a program, a system, uh, a four-part series, so I can go in and do an overview on leading, planning, or selling. But then we also have deep dive sessions that they can partake in. Um, So GCS title, both of you work with them. I've been doing direct leadership coaching inside of their organization, helping with the infrastructure, helping with communication, one-on-one leadership coaching, so everything that we do has a program to it, but also can be customized. How long does it needs. take for a company to work through this process? So the, the four-part series is really 12 hours. Okay. And so we're doing a number of those right now where we go in and I do part one, two, three, four. They're about three hours each, highly interactive with teams of leaders. And so they can be completed with that in about 12 hours, but then there's there's longer programs based on the needs and the goals of the organization. All right, so we got to go one more time to pay bills, and we got one segment left, right? Okay, so this is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. We'll be right back after these messages. Get that black jack attack. 